Looking to take your career or small business to the next level? Well, you've come to the right place. This is the Melissa Washington Show with your host, Melissa Washington. Well, welcome to the Melissa Washington Show. This is my second episode, but this is actually the one uh, with my guest, my first guest, and that is Byron Chen. And I want to share the reason why he's my first guest is because he invited me onto his podcast last year. And I have never met Byron in person. Actually, we've met out there in um, cyberspace on Twitter. And Byron had reached out to me uh, via Twitter. He saw some of my posts and we connected and found out we have a lot of common interests in helping veterans as we're both veterans. So that's why I invited him on to my show. Um, I feel he's got a lot of great information to share about um, what he did in, in the Marine Corps and also um, Success Vets, which we're going to talk about. So um, first of all, thank you so much, Byron, for um, being on the show. And I appreciate you um, calling in because you are actually um, doing some traveling, which I, I think is awesome to be able to take some time um, to do that. So let's start. I, I pretty much shared how, and I don't know specifically how you found me. I don't know if it was just, if it was a hashtag that I had used in a tweet. <laughs> I, I'm i trying to think back now, but first, Melissa, thanks for, for having me on uh, your new show. I'm really excited about it. I think I was, you know what? I was using Twitter uh, as uh, a way to connect with other veterans. Uh, I was pretty much looking for people who were posting or writing a lot about veterans' issues. And I think the great thing about social media is it, they start to, these platforms start to share other people or other posts uh, for what you're looking for. And so I think I must have seen a couple of your posts, felt, you know, this person's similar. And then I looked you up uh, because, you know, you're, on a, a bunch of different social media sites. So I was able to sort of corroborate that information and realize, yeah, we do have a lot in common. And that's when I reached out to you. Great. Well, I'm so glad you did. I'm, I'm so glad you did. Yeah, it's been great. So, so let's, let's talk um, a little bit about your, your, your military career. First of all, did you just wake up one morning when you, and you said, you know what, I'm going to join the military. Is it something you've always wanted to do? Tell me a little bit about it, that. It is definitely something I've wanted to do for a long time. So I grew up, I'm a first generation immigrant. Uh, my parents are from Taiwan, and but I was born in Nebraska and then raised in New Jersey. And I, I was at a community where nobody really joined the military, like everybody was going to go to college. Uh, and I've always felt sort of different. I mean, I was in the Boy Scouts. I was in student council, really active. And I loved reading like military stories and watching uh, war movies. And I just had this sort of uh, adventurous spirit, I guess, in my mind of, of what the military was about. And uh, so I applied to the uh, service academies, um, West Point and Annapolis. Uh, I had visited the campus, uh, had actually camped and hiked there and, and thought it was awesome. <laughs> uh, and so I applied there and got in and, and the, I, I went to the, uh, the Naval Academy and realized like from day one, like I had no idea what the military was really about. Mm -hmm. Like I thought it was going to be a whole bunch of fun and hiking and I don't know, <laughs> marching around. <laughs> um, 
But, you know, it, it was great for me, even though I, I didn't realize what I was getting myself into, my, my ultimate reason for going, you know, to serve others and to work with like some amazing people, like all those things uh, obviously applied to the military. And I, I just had uh, a great experience going to school. Uh, and as I was going to through the Naval Academy, I realized, you know, I really want to be where I felt, you know, people might would need me the most. I want to work with Marines and I want to be on the ground. Uh, we were uh, just starting off in a, in Iraq and and um, also <laughs> going back to Afghanistan around the time that I was graduating, which was 2007. And so uh, and a lot of the leaders that I looked up to were going into the Marine work from the Marine Corps and a lot of my friends were going to the Marine Corps. So um, at the end of my four years at the Naval Academy, I was commissioned a Marine Corps officer. Uh, and that's where I spent the next six years of my uh, military career. So, and I, I noticed you got your degree in ocean engineering. So, do you do you plan to do something with your ocean engineering <laughs> degree? <laughs> uh, yeah, you can tell from me. No, I I am not. So, I mean, I think I was like a lot of kids at that age. Like, I had all these ideas of what I thought I would become, and also a lot of pressure put on from you know outside of me, family and friends and things like that of what I should do. And so, I took ocean engineering. Thought it was going to be, you know grew up thinking I was going to be an engineer, realized like by year two, I will never do any sort of engineering. <laughs> um, I like the math and the science of it, but the very like specific work of engineering, it was not something I was into, but you know, I was going to stick, I stuck with it. Um, I did enjoy completing that degree, but I, I know it's not something that I'm, I'm probably going to uh, pursue <laughs> after the military. And, and of course the Marine Corps, there was there wasn't really too much engineering that I had to uh, worry about except for like duct taping some stuff together. So there you go. Uh, duct tape yeah. comes out many uses for duct tape. Yes. So, so tell me, you know, what, what, what are some highlights of your, of your, um, career in the Marine Corps? <laughs> uh, man, now that I, now that I think back, I'm trying to relive it. Uh, I think, you know, the best times that I had was really just, just the people that were in it. And I was uh, a military police officer but of course, never really did military police uh, specific work or what most people think. Like I never did the law enforcement side. Uh, the Marine Corps kind of just sent me around all over. So the first uh, few years I was stationed in North Carolina uh, in a what we called like a field military police unit, uh, which meant that we were mostly focused on security. And so my deployment was to Iraq and we conducted convoy security. So we helped secure all the logistics convoys that were moving throughout Iraq uh, and delivering cargo to different bases. And I think for, at a very young age, it was a great responsibility to have. And I also had just a great experience uh, learning from the Marines and, and learning to run missions and pretty much, you know, by myself out in the, uh, out, out in Iraq. So, um, a lot of responsibility and just a lot of interesting experience from that. Like I got to meet uh, the Iraqi populace. I, I got to meet um, the Iraqi police. Um, yeah, and it was, and you know what, part, of, a lot of that country is just really beautiful. Uh, there's definitely a, a, an interesting, it's a totally different, obviously different uh, um, perspective than what I was used to. So I think just that whole experience was, was very significant in my career. Uh, and then after that, I was stationed in San Diego uh, and I was in charge of drill instructors who uh, obviously make Marines out of recruits uh, that we get uh, 
going through our boot camp there. And that's a totally other aspect of the experience I never thought I would have had, you know, going into the military. Now I was like at this storied institution where we were uh, making Marines, you know, it was like, I think it was, I don't think Full Metal Jacket was filmed there, but I mean, when I think back to that movie now, I'm like, it is very eerily similar to like that opening scene where Arlie Ermey is like yelling at all these recruits. Like I got to experience that every single day. And that has its own leadership challenges. Uh, that was really interesting to work with a bunch of drill instructors who were, uh, you, you had to try to manage uh, so that they didn't um, overwork themselves or the recruits. <laughs> got it. Yeah. And make like the best quality Marines uh, possible. Uh, and so that was, that was awesome to see too. And I loved uh, living in San Diego. Uh, but at the end of that tour, I was thinking to myself, you know, I've accomplished most of the uh, goals that I set out to do when I first joined the military. And in fact, I didn't even think I would be in the Marine Corps for that long. And I, you know, there were a lot of other things I want to accomplish. And so that's when I decided to transition out and go into the civilian world. So, so when, so when you made that decision to, to transition, did you think about what you wanted to do when you got out? Kind of, <laughs> I mean, to be honest, like, I would love to say, yeah, I was going to do this. I was going to do this, this, and this, and then I was going to have this awesome life. And that's kind of what I thought, but at the end I was like, you know, I'm just going to try to make a lot of money <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Like that's what, you know, I, so I didn't know what career path I was going to do, but I was going to explore a bunch of them and see which one was going to give me like the most amount of wealth, the most quickly, really. And I mean, I know, I know that sounds kind of I don't know, selfish maybe, but in my mind I was like, you know what, I'm still pretty young. That's kind of what I want, what I want to do right now, even if I hate it then I'll be able to get out of it and do something else. That's what I thought. So when I transitioned, I used a few recruiting firms and I did a lot of networking and I just tried to find out as much as I could about all the different um, job options that were available to, available to me. So I was looking into sales and project management, uh, but also like marketing and a little bit of uh, engineering actually, like, like really basic sort of engineering management type of work. And, you know, I wanted the work to be interesting as well. And I also really wanted to live in a, by a major city. So I had a few criteria in my mind, uh, but really I wanted to, you know, try to find something that was impressive. And, and I thought that I could uh, get really rich quick with. <laughs> <laughs> so, so with that, did, did you find it was easy to translate your experience in the military to civilian? It it definitely was not like I had a lot of trouble doing this for a while. And I I was fortunate enough to have like lots of interviews to go on, partly because I had set up. Uh, I had done a lot of networking and also because I had uh, worked with a bunch of recruiting firms. And my goal was to ju to just explore all the options out there. So I said it, it didn't matter what. Let me let me see what uh, what's available to me. Just send me on interviews. And so I, I went on at least close to two dozen interviews, I would say, uh, in a few months. And I learned quickly that well, civilians don't really understand uh, anything from the, yeah. your military background. And so, you know, I, I, I like as I was going along, I was bringing it, I was pretty much changing the whole language with which I communicated. Like, you know, I didn't talk about squads or platoons. I talked about a department and people that I supervised. You know, I didn't talk about missions anymore. I talked about projects that I managed. And 
it took me a while to change it. At first, I felt I was being dishonest about my military background until finally I realized there's just no other way to explain what I'm doing unless I learn what the civilian equivalent of it is. And I pretty much have scrubbed my whole resume and scrubbed when I go in, on an interview, scrubbed my the whole way I communicate into you know civilian terms or corporate terms, really. No, and that's that. I mean, you 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 gave some great examples. I mean, that that's perfect um, to be able to kind of. Uh, this equals this um, right right because it does and and it's interesting too you bring that up that you feel like you're lying but you're not um, <laughs> yeah. and you have that that guilt like okay this is not truly but it is it's just reflecting the the civilian terminology and for that recruiter who, or whomever is looking at that resume to better understand um what what you did in the military so yeah it's, so it's so it's 2013 and you find a job where so I go into medical device sales uh, in the uh, pacemaker industry, pretty much. So uh, I would check on patients who have pacemakers and ICDs. I would go into surgeries and help out doctors. Uh, I would uh, deliver the product, and I'd also program it. And then I would also be working on trying to grow the the business, you know, expand uh, the territory and the amount of usage of our products uh, in the Bay Area. So why do you think that they hired you? Because, you know, especially going into medical device, a lot of times they want to have that type of experience and yeah. you didn't have, you know, you don't have an apple equals an apple kind of thing. Right, right. Or maybe it was a type of apple. But why do you think or do, do you know, like, why they were interested in you? Was it because of your your background in the military? It, it, it definitely partly was. I mean, they, they found me through a recruiting firm. And then I think I demonstrated to them that I had the potential to meet all the expectations that they had for that position. And so when I say, you know, meet the potential, uh, what, I, what I think they were looking for was one, uh, somebody who was trainable in that industry. I mean, it is a very technical industry. I would have to learn how to uh, program a device. I would have to learn a little bit about the human anatomy. I would have to learn about cardiology and I'd have to be able to speak intelligently on that. So they wanted somebody who would be able to do that. And so. I think my background in ocean engineering helped me there, even though I wasn't expecting it to. Uh, and then during the interview, I also, I think, was able to communicate that I could understand the, the field. Uh, they were also looking for somebody who would eventually go into sales. And so they wanted somebody who had that drive and that motivation and also the ability to persevere through rejection. And I, they had asked me a lot of questions during the interview that I realized that that's what they were trying to get to. So I would relate to my experience in the military where I said, oh, you know, I haven't faced rejection in a sales environment, but I've had to persevere through a lot of very tough and difficult situations in the military. And that's why I think I would be a good fit for this position. Or when they were trying to figure out, yeah, my, my technical experience, I'd say, you know, I have, I've never worked in the healthcare industry, but I've always been really interested in biology and science. Uh, and obviously, uh, you know, I was an ocean engineer and that's exactly what that covered. And then in the military, I was always really interested in the technical aspects of our equipment, from the radios to the vehicles to the weapons. And I was the one who had to learn how to uh, learn those different uh, tools and machines well enough so that we could train our Marines. And so, you know, I, I had to grasp a lot of different technical things very quickly and then be able to explain it uh, to people who were going to train my Marines. And so I definitely think I can pick that up in a uh, healthcare environment. And so, so those things, I mean, it, it, even though 
like explaining to you now, like how I explained it then at the time I was having a really hard time, you know, putting those thoughts together. But, but now I'm like, yeah, it, coming from the military, I definitely have the ability to do this job. You know, this is why uh, I think I can do it. Uh, and here's my proof. And, and I think, you know, I was able to do those well enough. I mean, that was probably my 14th in interview by the time I was um, interviewed with this specific company. And uh, yeah, fortunately they, they, they believed what I said and uh, gave me a chance. That's great. So you felt you were, you were prepared. So you were just weren't going in and winging it um, during yeah. the interview. Yeah. And I'm one of those people that likes to learn by doing. And so I know there's a lot of great books out there on how to interview. There's a lot of great books out there on how to network. Uh, Melissa, you've got one. I, I've read your book. Thank you. Uh, but at the end of the day, it, I, I wanted to just, you know, go to a lot of interviews so I can make those mistakes and improve and then, you know, hopefully eventually get to the one where uh, I was, would just knock it out of the park and get the job that I wanted. Got it. So what, so what's, what's next for you? So what's next? So while I was working uh, at that job, for, I, I was there for about a year and a half and I really enjoyed it. I mean, I learned a lot about sales, about healthcare and uh, about what, but also about myself and what I wanted. And so I've, uh, I, I think the reason when I was getting out, I was looking to get rich quick. That kind of you know mindset was because I didn't want to leave the military and then not do something that seemed really cool because I'd done so many cool things in the military and now I was going to leave that, tr that tribe of people. And I knew they were going to ask me like what I was doing and I didn't want to say, Oh, I'm just, I don't know. I'm not, you know, I, I wanted to say like, Oh, I'm doing this thing like where I'm making all this money and it's awesome. <laughs> uh, but I, I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur. And I also realized that like the thing that drives me isn't really money because as I was working in the industry for a while, I realized, you know, you can get rich pretty quick here, but you kind of have to do, uh, you, you, I wasn't loving like the who I was helping and, and the way in which I was helping them. Like it, it, it was just not for me. Uh, I'm driven more to help people in, uh, kind of like in the service sense, like at, when I was in the military. Um, and I've also always wanted to be an entrepreneur and, and also, you know, explore different aspects of my creative side. So I started the Success Vets podcast while I was still working. And what I was doing was I was interviewing other veterans who were doing awesome things. Uh, they're CEOs, they're authors, they're speakers, uh, people like yourself, Melissa, and uh, just learned about what they were doing uh, to do these awesome things in their lives. And I was sharing it on a podcast so that other veterans could learn about it. And it was for a couple reasons. One, it was to help veterans with their transition. Uh, I realized how hard it could be and how difficult the resources are to use that are currently out there. So I wanted a better you know, method for, for veterans to access that. And two, I just wanted to show veterans that, that you don't have to do the usual route. You don't have to go the corporate route. You don't have to go straight back to school. Even though I do interview veterans that have done that, um, I mean, that's a cool thing. But you could also become an actor. You can also become a writer. You can become an entrepreneur. You can do whatever you want. You have all the skills necessary to be successful in whatever you do uh, as long as you continue to learn and improve but also you know not forget all those things that made you uh, great in the military the discipline the ability to just persevere uh, and and work with other people and so at this point i've actually just recently left my job uh, and i am on vacation uh, quote unquote uh, as you were saying i'm actually taking the next six months to a year to travel um, and then i'm also 
going to a, a couple entrepreneurship type programs uh, so that I can continue to improve uh, myself. And then I'm also writing and continuing to podcast. And so I'm just uh, doing a lot of things that I realize that, you know, might not make me rich, but they're things that I really enjoy. Uh, and there are things that are really important in my life. So part of the reason I'm traveling is to visit family that I haven't seen in like 10 years because I was in the military and then went right into the corporate world. Um, and yeah, I'm just kind of taking a step back and working hard to um, enjoy the, the parts of my life that I, I've kind of put aside because I thought I was pursuing what I wanted when really, you know, I'd, I'd much rather be doing this. That's fantastic. You know, and I, to be able to do what you love. And I mean, I'm the same way. It's, you know, do what you love and also your family and being able to yeah. take, in, in a sense, having your sabbatical and taking the time yeah. to do that. But but you're still giving back. You're still doing your podcasts, which is awesome. And so tell me about, so you mentioned you're going to participate in this um, entrepreneurship. Is it is it for veterans or just it's just an entrepreneurship program that's open to anybody? It is for veterans. So it's called the uh, Stanford Ignite program. And the Stanford Ignite program is actually available to everybody. They hold it, I want to say, mostly during the, the, the summers. And they actually, Stanford actually holds it around the world. And they, it's, it's a one-month boot camp, I guess you could say, for uh, aspiring entrepreneurs. But they, last year they created one specifically for veterans. And uh, I'm actually going to, this is their second iteration of the course. But they, I think last time they they brought in speakers like General Mattis and Condoleezza Rice, mm. uh, but also uh, some veterans who are uh, in the entrepreneur tech space. I think, oh, well, not necessarily the tech space, but I think they brought in the CEO of TRX, you know, that, that workout uh, equipment, who that guy's a Navy SEAL. I think they brought in the COO of, I want to say Pinterest or, or some other social media uh, platform. And, uh, and then, of course, they, they give you access to their outstanding faculty and, and teach you uh, some accounting and marketing and, and some other startup principles. Oh, that's great. That's definitely sound like a great program for anyone that would be listening that are looking at entrepreneurship or are entrepreneurs, but just want to continue, you know, educating themselves in better ways and networking, of course, as we know, yeah, it's definitely. so critical. Uh, and, and there, go ahead. I was going to say there's so many, different courses like that out there. There's uh, Techstars Patriot Bootcamp. There's, um, I think, the Syracuse does a program. And all of these programs are generally free or at a huge discount for veterans. And what I found is, I mean, the Stanford thing I just randomly found while I was uh, traveling around, like just starting my, my, my sabbatical. So it's, you know, if you're looking, if you search for it, you'll find it. And I think it's, they are all definitely worth going to. I've talked to a lot of veterans about these programs and they're not like a full MBA program, but they're, they're also not the cost of a full MBA program and you kind of get similar effects. So definitely worth checking, checking out. Awesome. Awesome. So tell me, so if, you know, hopefully, you know, there are veterans that are listening. So if you had to share like, you know, two or three things with, a veteran, whether, you know, they're getting ready to transition out or they might just be at that crossroad of, okay, what do I do? What, 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 what would you tell them? So there's a handful of things. One, I would say the earlier you start preparing, the better. And I, I think I started in earnest to prepare for my transition about a year before my uh, end of active service date. 
but I would recommend two or three or even five years. I mean, if you have 10 more years you think left in the military, then start preparing now because here are the few things that you need to prepare. One, financially, you want to have a financial cushion uh, in case you don't find a job or don't figure out what you're going to do and you need to live off of that for a while. And actually, one of the reasons I'm able to travel right now is because I was uh, preparing financially in case I didn't get a job right after the military. Fortunately, I did. And so I'm now able to use that money to travel. Uh, but, you know, you want to give yourself that cushion. Two, you're going to have to network. You're going to have to meet a lot of people, not because they're going to get you a job. It's because at this point, you have no idea about anything in the, the corporate world, to be completely honest. And networking is a great way to learn about different industries, about different roles, and to get your foot in the door to eventually get a job or to get your foot in the door to get investors if you're going to be an entrepreneur or to introduce you to other people that can help you along your, your journey. And then uh, you're going to need time if you're going the career path. You're going to need time to interview. If you're going the education path, you're going to need time to uh, prepare your essays and, and get your recommendations. So you need time to prepare. Uh, and then finally, you also need to just be ready to move, <laughs> which is a whole nother pain in itself. Uh, one of the one of the things that when you get out of the military, what you realize is there are a lot of jobs out there. There's a lot of opportunities in all different places, but you have to be willing to move. So you have to be able to decide you know, what you want to do and, and where you want to go. Um, and then oh, actually before that, you know, as you're preparing to go, the reason that you're networking and talking to people and, and doing all this press preparation and and doing all this uh, planning is because uh, you really want to think about what you actually want to end up doing. I know I said in the beginning that I thought I wanted to get rich and I was totally wrong. I mean, I, I do want to be successful and, and make a lot of money, but I knew that I realized now that that wasn't the driving force. You have to really figure out what's going to drive you when you leave the military. Um, I think I lost a lot of the motivation that I had uh, at my job because I wasn't helping as many people as I felt that I could. And that's what I loved about the military. So, you know, think about what you're going to miss from the military or, or what's what you're going to want to accomplish after you leave, because those are the those are really the things that are uh, that you're going to want to find in the work that you do after. Uh, and that's one thing that, you know, all the all the guests on my show have talked about. Uh, and that's one thing that I realized now that I, I didn't really get right when I was leaving, uh, which is figuring out what it is you actually want to do. And then, you know, just ignore everybody else's opinion about what they think you should do. <laughs> <laughs> Well, not everybody, but yeah. but I think you want to find people that are similarly minded. So if you want to go on the entrepreneurship track, you're going to want to network with entrepreneurs because only people with that sort of same sort of motivation is going to be are going to be able to uh, suggest to you or recommend to you the things that you should be doing. People that aren't entrepreneurs really won't get it and won't be able to tell you what you should do. They're, they're going to tell you not to be an entrepreneur. Um, same thing if you want to go into sales, same things if you want to be a writer, you want to hang out with people that are. Uh, that have that same sort of drive to do what you're going to want to do and, and get advice from them. Great. No, those are awesome, awesome tips. And I love what, you know, on your, on your website, you've got a lot of information that you, you share to be able to give back, whether it's listening to podcasts from your guests, you also have information on veteran benefits and you have a newsletter, correct? I do. Uh, it's uh, the newsletter is just a, an email that I send out whenever I can uh, detailing either what I'm doing, uh, some things that I've learned uh, and things that I've found around the Web that I think will help veterans. Got it. 
and that's successvets.com. And um, people can go there, get on your newsletter. If you want to follow you on Twitter, if they want to like you on Facebook, all of that's there. To, um, and for them to be able to reach out to you directly, they can definitely find you um, on link. You're on LinkedIn as well, Google Plus. So you're all over. Yep. All over. So as, as we wrap up, is there anything that else that we might not have covered or just something else that you want to make sure that you share? No, I think uh, the main thing is I, I know we covered a lot of maybe random things. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. so, but you know what? That's that's kind of the way it is, I think, after you leave the military. It's not as clear cut, and that's perfectly okay. Like I know it might be strange to, to some of the listeners. I, I know it's strange to, to my family and friends sometimes when I tell them, hey, I'm going to quit my job, go on this working sabbatical so that I can travel and write and podcast to help serve veterans and also just focus on developing myself. But to everybody out there, I think that's exactly what you should be doing in a way that fits your schedule and your personality. So it's important to continue to uh, to learn as much as you can. It's important to figure out what your passions are and, and plan to uh, to work on those passions. But it's also important to take time and enjoy the things uh, that you can enjoy because you know what? A lot of people get into their jobs and then kind of disregard everything else. And I, I didn't want to do that. A lot yeah. of people get focused on their goals uh, and then forget about the reason that they're, they're, they're trying to achieve those goals. And it's to you know be able to live the life they live. So I knew, for, for example, that I wanted to travel and I've been planning on it for like 10 years and I just kept pushing it away. And finally, I said, you know what? I uh, This is as important as anything else that I'm doing in my life. So uh, so, yeah. Uh, focus on don't worry that like whatever you're doing right after the military isn't exactly what you expect. You know, just keep learning from it and, and adjusting and adapting and, and pushing through those uh, those uh, obstacles. And, and you're going to I think you're going to find yourself enjoying that more than anything else in any, you know, any any location or, or point in the journey that you end up actually reaching. It's It's really about the journey. Absolutely. And that can go for anyone, too, that's maybe they've been out of the military for a while and now they're in another transition or wanting to to actually maybe start a business or just, you know, or kind of at that crossroad, like to say, is like you know, taking that next step, you know, and I feel, you know, life is so short and we just sometimes we just get wrapped up in so many things and years and years have gone by and we haven't done what we really want to do. And then sometimes it's it's too late. So um, we got we got to live live our lives. So. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, Great. Well, I love what you're doing, and I so appreciate you coming on and being my first guest, and also knowing that you're on your sabbatical and traveling um, overseas, which is so awesome. But that's way a reason we've got to love the internet, technology, Skype, because we're able to do these things and um, to be able to to connect with people, even if you're not physically here, we can still connect. Um, on, on well, Skype. thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much, Melissa. And it really it's a it's a pleasure for me because of what you're doing not just with this podcast, but the work that you've done before. I mean, I reached out to you because I was inspired with all the people that you were helping uh, in, in your community. And you know what? I mean, that's that's what that's really what networking is about. That's really what I mean, working with other people is about trying to find people that inspire you. And I'm just glad that, you know, I, I get to continue to be inspired by being being around you and, and getting to do things like be on your show. So thank well, you. Well, thank you. And back at you. We just, we need, we need more people just to continue to pay it forward. And, and, you know, we can all just help each other. Um, that's what we need, especially veterans. Absolutely. Yeah. So, and if any veterans or anybody who's uh, 
interested in what I'm doing wants or wants help or has any questions about what I'm doing, just reach out to me. I definitely try to respond to, to everybody uh, that uh, connects with me. That's awesome. That's awesome for you to, to put that out there. So I'm sure there might be some people listening that may take you up on that. And that would be great. You got to yeah. can't read their mind and, you know, they got to reach out to you. So very yeah, good. Definitely do it. Mm-hmm. Great. Well, Byron, thank you so much. Uh, Semper Fi. Uh, so uh, right. uh, yeah, there you go. And uh, enjoy your sabbatical. So I, again, appreciate you being on my show. And thank you so much what you're doing to, to help our veterans. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Melissa Washington Show. Branding, career transitioning, marketing, you name it, she's got you covered. Head on over to MelissaWashington.com to stay up to date and get access to past shows. We'll see you next time.